We're going to do this song for useless. Sally worked at Kelly's bar. She showed me her titties, riding Murphy's car. She was the first lady to let me go that far. Finger fucking Sally down at Kelly's bar. And Pussy and Pamela went to Elliot High. Caught her in the bathroom. I thought she would die. Eating Susan's pussy, licked that sucker dry. Pussy eating Pamela went to Elliot High. Oh, suck 'em, silly Shirley came out after dark. She would give us head jobs in Centennial Park. All the girls would snub her, said she was a narc. Suck 'em, silly Shirley from Centennial Park. Yes, good old Buddy Mary's on the rag again. Pussy eating Pamela's got blood on her chin. Suck 'em, silly Shirley. Got caught after dark. Finger fucking Sally in Centennial Park. Now pussy eating Pamela in the county jail. Suck 'em, silly Shirley. Left town on a rail. They sent Bloody Mary to the pen for life. And finger fucking Sally. Yeehaw, cowboy, welcome to the Bill Brasky Fitcast. It's not the show we ain't going to be talking about none of them things that involve science or anything medical or anything like that at all. Tonight on the show, Jordan May is going to be GNR Wires. GNR Wires, how are you, buddy? It's good to be back, Brasky. I see things have changed. In uh, the week that I was gone, a lot of things happened and uh, things have changed around here and the whole tone of the show seems to be different. God bless Anthony Fauci. That's what I say, brother. Hey, but also on the show tonight, we got joined by Mr. Weiston. Mr. Weiston, how are you, sir? I'm fine. I'm just uh, enjoying a few beers as usual. Are, are we allowed to drink on this show, Brasky? Oh, uh, uh, well, as long as you say five Hail Marys and six hot cousins, you know what I mean? <laughs> that sounds like a regular night for me. Okay, well, let me crack one open then. I just want to let everybody know it's light beer. I only have one beer a night for medical purposes. Is it your 12th or 13th? One, two, there you Attaboy. go. All right, guys. So uh, obviously last week, uh, there's a lot of questions. Uh, thanks to friends. Everything is now back up. So we usually hear us being on Spotify, being on iTunes, be it wherever the fuck you hear us. That will be up. Uh, last week's episode could never go on the uh, channel of uh, where we put our videos because it just, uh, you know, they, they had some issues with it. Hey, God bless them. We understand. We don't make money off of them. They make money off of us and our fucking, we bring in on that channel probably about, Eh, 60 views to 70 views per episode. And then if you mix in with the people that listen on the podcast platform, hey, you're talking to guys who uh, maybe 100 people listen to a week. All right? So 
fucking watch your tone. But uh, since that was how the show went last week, and we kind of need to be a little different, and we're supposed to be kind of a GNR-centric podcast, um, well, fuck, let's talk some Guns N' Roses tonight, boys. Um, anyone want to start us off first? Uh, GNR Wires, do you have any GNR topics that have been tickling your taint? Well, um, there's quite a few things that have been tickling my taint, uh, most, most notably my middle finger. Uh, so I noticed that in the week that I was gone, that Slash opened up his mouth again and started talking. Um, I, ba- I think he basically said that um, I, I, I don't really think Slash has a good grasp on the English language because I, I, if, I don't think I'm paraphrasing here. I think this is a direct quote where he said, new music is coming out as we speak. Um, okay, Slash. No, it's not. Um have you guys heard otherwise? Have you heard the new music that he said is coming out? Listen, is a professional car salesman for many, many years. What he's but, trying to say is, sure, the music might be pre-heard or pre-owned, but it's going to be new to you. It's it's new music to you because Slash is on it. Forget the fact that they recorded this 20 years ago. It's new to you. Forget the fact the car's got 50,000 miles on it. You know, we put a new air freshener and some tires on it. That's what I'm hearing. It's new to you. But you see, it's the whole, it's the whole, as we speak, um, that would mean simultaneously, would it not? That would mean immediately. That would mean as well, in Slash what? Leaking Music. Do we know that anyone from Slash's camp, you know, are they getting handsy with the new copy of Atlas? I mean, I hear rumors that people that know people that know people in Slash's camp, you know, they very much have probably do have the new version of Atlas with Slash and Duff on it. I mean, if we're going to be serious and rip a fucking bandaid off, are you saying that Slash might be a leaker? Is you know slash and squirrel both start with s and they're both of the uh, chosen people too yeah hey do you remember wasn't squirrel also like doug goldstein's nephew slash isn't jewish man that's when yeah he is he's half jewish no he's not man he 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 talks he talks about that in his book Oh no, that's Lenny Kravitz. I always get him confused with the more, the uh, the the uh, the more talented uh, um, mulatto man. The, what? They're both they're both part white, part black, like Obama. You know. Sure. Not all of them get raised. Not all of them get raised in Hawaii by their white par- grandparents, like Obama, and get their college paid for, like Obama did. But we're not talking Flash politics tonight, pal. We're not doing it. Flash I might be talking ever- about the um, the you know the the release of the. Uh, hard school EP, you know, he probably only follows the vinyl releases, he probably doesn't know that it's come out on YouTube. He is not, it's coming out in February, yeah, that's still six weeks away. But well, hold on, they just released something for like the night train today that was like supposed to be like exclusively for them fags if you want to buy. But hey, I'm a former fag of that uh, wonderful uh, website. It was released on Night Train today? No, what I saw on Night Train, <clears throat> I believe I saw earlier on Night Train, was they had a special, special thing that they could purchase on Night Train, which was like, uh, you know, um, hold on, I'm trying to get the exact information here, so it's like a big, giant, fucking retarded Bobby Hill, which I know I do anyway, so joke's on you fuckers. Um, it was supposedly like a different commemorative version of like the EP that's come out. Here we go. So yeah, it's uh so get this. It's for Night Train only. It says Hard School, Guns N' Roses was here. It's got like a little box, you get a fucking hoodie. Uh it, it's really quite special. I'll fucking uh, put it in group chat. Hold on. 
But the um the the hard school song is the sixth best song of the year or something in some in some list. And in that in that review, they said it sounded like that had the attitude of Night Train or something. Jesus Christ, that's a terrible did ever, review. Did you see that list? No, I didn't. Um it's, it? it's like the top top ten or something, and GNR comes in at number six of best songs. Well, who the fuck was it? Who was this written by? Russ TCB? I mean, I don't give a fuck. Hey, guys, I just posted it in chat, the images, and uh, for, uh, you know, our fans, I'm sure you guys have already seen this shit by the time I'm done talking about it with how long it takes us to upload a fucking show, right? <laughs> Zing. But, uh, all right, so since both my co-hosts now are fucking uh, looking at that screen that I just sent them, um, we got to look at it from a perspective of Hard school is a success with minimal effort, and that right there in GNR world is gold. I mean, success with minimal effort should be what's fucking running on Axel's arm instead of victory. Or death. That's their mantra, like absolutely. I think Axel's like the spanner in the works of everything, isn't he? Well, it gets w weird, dude, because we start thinking like you know we have high hopes, and I think that's one of the things that I'm guilty of. I always have high hopes that Guns N' Roses is gonna express themselves musically again and it's just not going to happen they're a legacy act now they're a touring band they're like fucking going to see the rolling stones i shouldn't expect more i shouldn't get my hopes up for more no one else should either they're just going to release i mean when i you, you brusque you always say that it's done in 2019 well yeah you know what i'm coming to understand what was done was axel going into the studio going yeah these are the vocal tracks i like that i sound on tell these other fuckers to put music to it <laughs> i mean but now Slash is saying that he's just rehashing he's just rehashing the songs. He's not even trying to pretend like he's into it. Yeah, you know, Axel you... just went in and goes, I like my I like my vocals from this one, I like my vocals from that one. And uh, you know, all right, here you go. And they're he like did, He did talk about that at the China exchange though, that how they he wasn't they he wasn't interested in Slash and Duff going in and laying down tracks. He wanted to work off vocal metal melodies. He called it vocal melodies, didn't he? So yeah. what I said at the time, I said, well, that means that he's just going to use the, he's just going to give them the vocals that he's done and then say, go from there and use these as demos. That's the, that's better to him because the songs are there. The melodies are there. And he said that was like writing like Appetite. That was like <laughs> writing like Appetite because that's how they used to do it. They, Izzy and Axel used to write the songs on like acoustics and stuff. And then Slash would like find it. And then turn it into something better. Well, well he might have a point in that because Slash is that every album Slash has done in the last twenty years is the same fucking guitar noodle. So I understand. He also doesn't have that many writing credits, especially for Appetite. Like really, it's always like written by somebody else, the song, and then he's so the one. Hard, who... It's so hard to, to find out who wrote the songs on Appetite, though, because they're all credited equally on the but album. I think. We've we've kind of worked uh, we've kind of worked out over the years though that you know like uh, when uh, Howard Stern said that you know was talking to either Slash I think he was talking to Slash and he was saying like how did you write out to get me and then Slash said well actually Izzy wrote the riff right for out to get me and then Easy is um, Duff right Duff and yeah. West, is it Arkeen they West wrote Arkeen, the song yeah. yeah. Um, Jungle and Paradise City are the ones that supposedly Slash, I think Slash wrote the riff on, I always get it mixed up, but Slash wrote the riff on Jungle, I think, or right. Paradise City. But I think Duff wrote the riff to Paradise City, actually, in another song, that, in another band. So, oh. And then I always think that, you know, Sweet Child of Mine was written by Izzy, like the chords are Izzy. 
and then slash like. No, it's funny you bring that up, wasted. It's funny you bring that up because I was I've I've been listening to um, uh, quite a bit of the back catalog lately, and it's very easy to pick out um izzy's songs because uh, because of the 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 chord progression and the way they sound um and yeah, and you, if you listen to the um the uh, izzy solo records then you start to hear remakes of like out and, to get me and then he's got a song called be the ball i think and it sounds exactly like out to get me kind of riff right and it's it's funny because if you listen so if you listen to the guns and roses back catalog um, like I said, it's very easy to pick out Izzy's stuff, um, and then what's missing, Lisa, what I think is missing on Chinese Democracy is that structure that Izzy provided on the previous albums, right? But yeah. on the flip side of that, if you listen to Izzy's solo stuff, it's that structure is there, but what's missing is the rest of what Slash. was slash or duff or whomever yeah. right the sound the sound the sound yeah it's it's very it's, I, I i it just dawned on me all of a sudden when i was listening to it this week i was like holy shit like this is an izzy song and and you know it's very easy to pick out yeah and i would i've always said that the easiest thing for them to do would be to just take izzy would write a solo album of material and then they would just take it and then slash and duff would play on it and axel would sing that right. would that, be like the reunion record, and they would probably come up with at least eight songs. Like, but do you guys understand what we're doing? Is just playing like fantasy right now, because guys, yeah. like they're fucking done. Like, what I mean, just enjoy them as a nostalgia act, as a like live band. That's what they are. Don't expect anything more of them. You know. I don't I still I don't think that after think that we do though. I think I think we're just just like you said. I think we're just spitballing right now. I don't. I don't necessarily think any of this will ever happen. Um, I, I've basically given up on anything new but from Guns N' Roses. The reason why I'm talking about it is because it plays into how they're doing the material now, is that basically CD2 demos are basically Izzy Stradlin and Slash and Duff are coming in and working with these songs with Axel's vocals. So that's why it's sounding more Guns N' Roses. It's because Slash is always good when he's pulled out of his like genre they just wants to do like his solo stuff when he has to do yeah. something like absurd or work with somebody a real song that's already been written and then he pumps it up and ramps everything up to be gnr and it sounds gnr but i don't think slash is like a really good songwriter like yeah is he's a strong to do, songwriter. All to do is go back to slash's first solo record um the opening track ghost it's co-written by izzy stradlin right and it's it's so. probably the strongest track on the record. Well, gentlemen, yeah, let me so, ask you that this. whole solo album is good. You guys hey, have both heard, hey, both of you guys have heard perhaps, and both of you guys have heard Atlas, correct? Yeah. Um, I've yes. read the book. Okay, fantastic. So we both know what a mess they are vocally, like how they just perhaps is just repetitive and really weird structure wise and atlas is just all confused do we agree on that does anyone have a different view on that no i think i think atlas is just a bit cluttered okay yeah. you know and a bit like the the levels are all off but i think Which if slash the... gets hold of that riff and turn he can gnr that that riff so that it's much clearer and they can simplify it 
that it will be more powerful. I think it'll it'll sound weird. It'll be like where they what they did with Catcher. But his vocals aren't going to change. Those are probably like Axel probably recorded vocals one time for Atlas and said, you know what? I think that yeah, works. They can do all kinds. They've been doing all kinds of wizardry with the vocals, though, haven't they? Oh yeah. Even for a shadow of your love, they can just double them up. You know? Oh, fucking Axel's having a great time playing copy and paste right now. Uh, yeah, another subject that we were talking about on this was actually uh, somebody was talking about, hey, is Brain rejoining the brand? A brand. What the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> brand. Fucking retard. Is uh, Brain rejoining the band? And uh, he's never left the band. I mean, he's always worked for the band and behind the scenes in the studio. Um the rumor was always that if, you know, the reason Melissa got hired when they fired, uh, you know, our dear friend, Mr. Pittman, uh, was because, you know, it was a favorite Axel because, you know, uh, Brain never got paid for the remix albums, just never got right. paid for them because they never got released. So there's nothing to make profit on. So, the, you know, Axel threw him a bone for being a loyal employee and he gave, you know, some money to uh, Melissa and a job. Well, you know, um, we were we were talking about this briefly before we started recording, but, um, you know, it was it was always funny to me that um, I always thought that uh, Brian played Brian uh, played a, a more integral part in um, behind the scenes because uh, when, when Chinese democracy was released, I don't know if you guys remember this or not, but he was very vocal on, on the interview circuit um, more so than anybody else in the band, like Axel included. Right. And he was, he was always, um, um, out there giving the interview, talking about the making of the of the album and and the production of it, and uh, just stuff that was basically going on behind the scenes, right? I always found that really interesting, and I I just assumed that everybody kind of knew that he was always there in the background. So when I heard that, is he rejoining the band? I thought, I just thought to myself, well, he's always been there, right? Is that just more about like profile? Yeah, uh, that the, they're going to bring out uh, that they're going to bring out some of these remix songs, and then he's going to be more uh, have a higher high level of uh, profile in, in the media. So they're, they're sort of saying he's coming back, as in maybe he's maybe he's much more integral to the, the these new new songs that are coming out. So he's going to you know come out and take some of the credit because before, like you said, he came out when CD was out. Uh, came out he was talking quite a bit when cd came out like he was the one taking the credit for cd or talking about it and i remember reading the he did this a long time ago 2000 didn't he do a big like drum drum interview where he was talking about doing the drums like led zeppelin and how he re-recorded everything all these interviews has started resurfacing or being republished or yeah so i remember being, him saying uh sorry to interrupt i remember him saying um, that when he was hired by Axel, Axel basically gave him um, this binder of sheet music for what turned out to be Chinese democracy and said, redo this, you know, like, here's, here's what they are now. I want you to do, here's, here's the book, here's the sheet music for it. I want you to re-record everything. Yeah, and he, and he did, and for the most, for the, and he toured with them, didn't he? So, he did. Yes, I saw him actually with them. I saw and, I saw Brian and CD and CD has most of his drums. I think yes. Frank is on like five of them, the singles. Frank's on the five singles or something. Right. And I don't know if he doubled up. Did he double up drums or did he 
I think it's only scraped where uh, Frank is playing uh, only. Oh, the really? The, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking you. I, does, I'm that, not, does that sound no. right? I, I, I think I, it's a situation where, at the end of the day, you got to laugh at Frank. At the end of the day, it's LOL Frank, LOL the fans, and, uh, you know, those are the two big LOLs I'm taking away from this. Axel, you are a fucking genius in your laziness. I, I am... I'm amazed by it, and uh, I wouldn't say shocked, but definitely amazed. Boys, what do you think of that? Who do you think is the biggest uh, joker in this? Who gets the best laughs on? Well, Axel definitely takes the laziness to a new level. I mean, it's 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 unprecedented um, the the traction he's gotten from basically four studio albums. It's it's insane. <laughs> Like, Someone on the forum wasted. What do you think, brother? Oh, about what? About uh, actually, Jesus. you know, using the the kind of using four studio albums. I just think that's how it worked out for them because they're so, such a big band with such a big debut, and they somehow managed. Most bands like the Strokes had a big album, and then they just collapsed under the weight of it and kind of ducked the responsibility. But somehow they managed to do User Illusion, which was huge, but flawed. And then Axel just wouldn't bar. He didn't want to bomb on the next one. And he used the kind of sex pistol. He's been using the sex pistols model of just like the less you do, the more everybody just talks about it. And somehow cool. he's found a way through, you know, and he's also just when they should, you know, you quit, you know, you, everybody says like Tyson or some boxers should quit on, quit on top. And that's basically what they did. I don't know who mastermind that whether it was Slash and Duff knowing like, we need to get out of this and then we can do the reunion. Cause that's already happened with Aerosmith and all these other bands. The, 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 the way to navigate the industry is to do the reunion and to, to do it really big, which is what they've sort of done. They've pulled it off. So all the time that they were sitting there doing nothing, they kind of knew that, you know. Do you want to look at the fact that they've been together almost as long now as they were the first go around? They were what really, you know, 87 yeah. through 93 basically was their big yeah. go around. And right now you're looking at 2016 and 2022 and they yeah. haven't done jack shit. Well, they did nothing. They basically were the sex pistols. Like the user illusions were like the great rock and roll swindle. They were just like the last blowout. That's, that's how they were sort of seen, weren't they? This was it. They were all going to die on that tour and uh, release these huge albums with massive videos. And so and then they basically broke up for the for most people. They basically broke up after that. <laughs> hey guys, question for you. And this is another question because I know, and because uh, we've all listened to these at our local libraries because they're all there. Uh, the uh, locker leaks, the um, the instrumentals, the fact that Axel's being so uncreative here. What do you think the odds are that for the next album that we get of collective songs, be it releases like how we're getting uh, absurd and hard school? Let's say we've already heard two of them, so we got probably another 11 to go. Out of the 11 songs that are coming, how many of them have we already heard? Have we already heard basically every song right now? Because before it was, you know, Slash and Axel might do something new. They haven't done shit. Yeah, Slash certainly hasn't done anything. How many songs did we not hear from Chinese Democracy? How many songs were new, new when it came out? Uh, for me, yeah. this I love. It's great. I think like three or four sorry. was four. the number. Was the common number? Yeah, sorry. that sounds 
right? Yeah. Because what the anti-Pride leaks were, they had Prostitute on it, and they had one other song on it. This I Love and Prostitute, Scraped and Sorry, were the main ones that I that we hadn't heard, right? Yeah, but on uh, like when and the, the when Squirrel there from Antiquiet released um, um. <clears throat> his versions, uh, Prostitute was definitely on it. It wasn't called Prostitute; it was like called New Song Three or whatever, right? Okay, I see that as the album. See, they were they were right. releasing yeah, the album, enough. but up to that point, and then you didn't necessarily get those, depending on who you were. So if so, let's say if we're using that metric there. Um, four out of the how many songs were on uh, Chinese Democracy? 18, 17? 14, 14. 14. So if it was four out of 14, that's less than a quarter. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. If we get a, an album of, say, 12 songs from them, I say maybe two new songs that we haven't heard. Maybe, maybe one. I don't think there will be anything that we haven't heard, like, at all, because of the whole point of the releasing the, the locker leagues is basically to make all the leaking irrelevant and now they can just pick their way through that and as you as you know that there's no there's only certain tracks with vocals i think there's only is it eight, 10 i mean you, uh, you have to total have to new pick. tracks i believe was somewhere between six or seven that were completely unheard tracks before yeah but i mean if you just take the cd to like the what's left over you know what's left over from the cd sessions and what was basically going to be cd2 uh i think if you've heard the locker leaks you've heard everything that's possibly going to be on the album apart from like you know things like oh my god and uh going down may turn up do you know what's great about oh my god the fact if that motherfucking song makes it into four decades that's pretty impressive it could do because it could be like the four new absurd. look at it this way the 90s, because it was released in 1990. Okay. Yeah. 2000s. There's two decades. The 2010s, 2000s demo. There's three. No, it was released on the fucking uh, Oh My God soundtrack. No, but Axel said that that was just basically a demo that they rushed out, that it wasn't really right. finished. So right now we're on a third decade of it. So that could be three decades. And if they release it now, you know, it's still going to be played for fucking, you know, pop culture. And they'll do a re-release of this shit in 10 years when they're all fucking croaked. Well, like, absurd, they could just call it a different name like liars or spiders or something that's and the thing we found the uh we talked about this on one of the uh fat cast in the past where the uh one of the users found the video screen that it was doing the words to fucking veins spiders liars kept popping up on the video screen during the tour this year and no g and fnr uh is really smart at picking this shit out we were notified and uh you can clearly see that uh guns and roses is a nap so this is probably what's happening and they've renamed the fucking song liars GNR Liars, just a direct shot at you. It sure sounds like it. And you know what? I hope it is. Um, it'll just pre propel me into superstardom. I'd love it. Well, yeah, you said, how many drinks are we on? We were at 13 a while ago. How many have had since? Well, it's, it's more like, uh, well, I drank like uh, some bottles, a couple of bottles of wine last night and some beer. So when I, I sort of, I'm still drunk from last night and then I started drinking again. So I've, got, I've got another six pack. Wasted, I need you to start getting into that six-pack for us, buddy. I need drunk wasted. I had a really rough week, all right? You know everything that's happened with the show, and now we're in a, we're just, we're in a better place, but, you know, we got me tooed, you know? Bye. We did. Yeah. Anthony Fauci got us. Shh. But, um... This know. is important, Prasky. Were you drinking what? red or white wine last night? 
Uh, red. Um, um, was it like a, a cab a Merlot, Merlot, Merlot mix? Merlot. No, just a Merlot, I think. It was just the cheapest one I could find. Hard, it's Saturn. actually Hardy's. Hardy's. Yes, I know Hardy's. Australian. Yeah. yeah. yeah I've got, but one. I've got a problem with red wine, as in it's too easy to drink, so I just drink it like beer. And then it also, yeah. it, it's got like tannins in it or something that gives you like oh, a blinding headache. Yeah. So it gives me Ladies a Ladies and gentlemen, so, boys and girls, children of all ages, um, might be a zombie, might be awake, who knows? Ladies and gentlemen, E.T. E.T.? Hello, friends. <laughs> zombie, definite zombie. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Hello. Sorry. I was just, I was just drinking green tea. It's supposed to be good for you. <laughs> Wasted was drinking. just telling us about alcohol and alcohol poisoning that he's going to get by drinking. You know, for all the just ridiculously unsafe alcohol levels I used to, I never had alcohol poisoning. I'm kind of disappointed. Does uh, Gene R. Liars, you're really good at updating people. Can you bring E.T. up to date where we are with the show? Hell, it even bring the audience member that fell asleep for the last 20 minutes back up to date. So, <laughs> Well, we first uh, we started talking about uh, uh, the new songs that are potentially on the album. We talked about Red Wine briefly. Uh, we talked about, uh, did we talk about Axel's sister yet? I don't even know. No. no, no. We're going to talk about family. Okay, we're going to get there. One. Amy Bailey. Oh, Jesus Christ. You, you know her? You, you know of her? I used to read the uh, Use Your Illusion liner notes while I listened to the songs. So, yeah, I remember it was uh, Amy Bailey. Was really and, close to Axel on, on the making of Use Your Illusion. And on the Stuart, tour. Stuart she? Bailey. Was, Stuart was his brother. Stuart was oh, his brother. Yeah. Is he dead? I, the no, thing I, I remember I about Stuart Bailey is he doesn't know anything about egg cups. Like somebody asked him for an an egg, and the, and he just gave them like a boiled egg without an egg cup, and that person was really shocked that they didn't that he didn't know anything about having. Well, to an be egg fair, cup I, I don't know eggs. what an egg cup either is because I you know I'm white <laughs> trash. I don't eat eggs out of cups. <laughs> what an obscure story! I asked. I for, that's what I'm saying. It's really weird. Without an egg cup. Yeah. That's for fancy people. That's for rich people. It's for like boiled eggs, and then you put sold. It's for ch- kids. You have to like cut the toast into soldiers, and then <laughs> I, dip I, it I, in I, the top I of the egg. Eating exactly what you're talking style. about. My kids love it, man. You do a soft boiled egg, you cut the top off, so the yolk is still a little bit runny, and you you make toast soldiers. Yeah, you cut the toast into little did strips. You see, when you were talking about red red wine, did you sing red red wine? We should have. We were waiting for you. Red, yeah. red wine goes That's... to my head. You know who wrote that? Neil Diamond. But UB40 covered it. Yeah. That's how I know it. And then that guy just died a few weeks ago. Yeah, he died, and his name was Astro, and it was right around the time of Astro World. It's all connected, man, I'm telling you. It's that who asked We're not talking about conspiracies on this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. We've already We've already been told we're not allowed to do that. All right. I, I'm not going to start talking about Astro World. Died, and uh, I was like, <laughs> "Wait a second! No, 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 no! Wasted. We can talk about Astro World because that involves um, not one of the chosen people. If you get what I mean." Yeah. Well, whoever was chosen 
It was a it was blood. It was another blood sacrifice. <laughs> no, it was not. We deny red, all. red, white, and make me we deny so this. fine. You keep me happy all of the time. The red, red wine, you got me feeling so good. That's, dude, I would get red, red wine. I would get sick and puke and have a headache. That's basically what I was saying. Yeah, like, drink, I drink, drink red wine like beer. Like I just put it in a pint glass and then just I, like I wouldn't it. waste time with the glass because then you have to wash it later. I just drank it straight from the bottle. I don't know. You can. You can't. the The hole of the bottle is too small, so you can't really chug it properly or easily. You can't just open your throat and pour it you straight can't put down around the, the 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 bottle. You have to leave a little air gap, and then it just yeah. goes right down your gullet. It's great. Otherwise, you're like waterboarding yourself with a bottle of wine, like I mean, in those gangster movies, where they're just like putting pure alcohol in somebody's water. mouth. I uh, I. I I went to the store and a box of wine was on sale for a really good price. So I bought it and, um, well, it, it was a mistake because you just, you just, I put it in the, in the pantry, right. And just had it easily accessible. So, you know, whenever you just go grab your little cup, whatever, and go into the pantry, fill up your glass, down a bottle of wine, down a glass of wine and come out and you're just like, yeah, fuck, you do that like 10 times a day. Those are for girls. I've never drank out of a out of a box. It's just you get a little bit more for your money, don't you? It, it was it was really so it's the equivalent of like four and a half bottles, um, and it was like yeah. twenty two bucks. So I was like, oh, I'm all over that. Why not? Did you drink that to yourself, or did you and the wife have a glass of wine? No, my wife doesn't drink, man. So you just sitting there getting shit faced on a fucking box of wine in front of your wife? <laughs> well, the only thing is, you, you can't really get shit faced on wine because there's no bubbles. So you just sort of you drink it and then go. There's nothing happening, and then you just wake up with a headache the next day. <laughs> you can drink like I can drink like three bottles and just be sitting there thinking like I'm fine, but then the next day, you know, it feels you really definitely. bad. Yeah, it sneaks it sneaks up on you. Yeah, it red or red wine. White wine is, you can just drink that in the morning. I can't drink white wine. I think it's disgusting. And it's yeah. for girls. So is red wine, really. All wine is for girls. Just whiskey. Whiskey's oh, the same, cool. though. You can drink the whole bottle and just sit there going, but. Guys, are we going to talk effect. about Axel's sister and those, those things that, you know, she said? Yes, I'd love uh, to. Yeah, outline what, did what she, she said. Say? Okay, well, guys, this is this is fucking from uh, insider sources. Okay, not my sources because I'm no, I'm no insider. Okay, guys, here we go. So, reportedly, from my deep dark secret source moles, this is from Sinita. Now she's from GNR Truth. She's one of Mojo's buddies. Uh, I don't believe she's been to the trailer. Uh, fuck you, Joel. Um, but she's also on my GNR. So she writes this. Whoa. Axel's sisters had enough. There's nobody more loyal than a sibling. Put up with your crap, fight with you, and defend you. Nobody, after years of separation, you can tell it all to. Who sees you and accepts you like a sibling? Never come between siblings. And then... That was it. And then it was deleted by uh, by Axel's sister. Uh, we don't know what to take this as. Uh, um, it supposedly was directed at Ahmed Rose. So it was definitely directed at... Uh, 
Mr. Axel's way. Uh, gentlemen, after me reading that to you in such a professional manner, uh, could you give me your opinions? The, only, the first question I have about that, um, and it might add some clarity to it, is Axel close with his sister? He was on the Use Your Illusion tours. Okay. What about now? I don't think so. I think he got replaced by the Beta family. That, that's where I'm. That's exactly where I'm going with this. Et um, is somebody's nose out of joint. Is that what's happening? Or, or I'm going to you know. be honest. Uh, I tuned out because it sounded way too much like the bullshit that Miser talks about his sister. So. Uh, we no longer speak about Miser since he's been accused of those allegations of grooming until the uh, ethics committee has done their uh, full uh, background check and everything. We do not mention that young man. We wish really? him uh, I thought he, the best I and for him to get the help he needs. He did a spectacular job. Um, the hair was all unkempt and unruly and he groomed and it looked beautiful and coiffed. I mean, that's what you mean by grooming, right? I hope so. Let's, yeah. let's talk about Axel's sister. Um, what do you think it means? Um, is is she taking a shot at Beta, or is she taking a shot at Fernando, or both? Or you know, is is she trying to to let the world know what everybody else seems? It's it's too hard to say. I mean, the last I ever heard of Amy and Stuart Bailey was when they were in charge of the Use Your Illusion tour. Um. Hang so on. they charge at some point before Beta and Fernando. This is how much I love you guys. I'm getting off my fat ass. I'm in the other room, which is cold as shit, because I don't. I only have heat in one room in my room, my apartment. I'll look at the official, not in this lifetime, book, which has all their managers listed separately. Hang on. You guys still hear me? Oh, yeah, we can. We're just the excitement is what's really taking our breath away. It's absolutely riveting. Um, it seems like it just seems like she's pissed off with Team Brazil about something or somebody who's like getting in the way between Axel and and her in some way. And that's about it. I mean, so far, everyone is like fighting with Team Brazil. I mean, look at it this way. Beta's fought against Susan. She's fought against uh, Megan. She's fought now against Axel's sister. I mean, what's going on here? Why are, they, why are they fighting? Why can't they all just be friends? I mean, I've heard that Beta might be drinking a little bit too much wine these days, you know, yelling at the poor kids online as she does, yelling at the fans that have put her in that fucking house she lives in. But, you know. She she fought with Megan and Duff's wife, too, or Duff's oh, she, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They got into a little cunty uh, Instagram exchange about two and a half years ago. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I think I, it's, I, it's not too hard to see what the common denominator is here. I mean, well, I, I think there's, now, there's three different management companies, isn't there? All right. Okay, I was, I was going to talk, but apparently that noise was more important than what I had to say, so... Yeah, it was your piece of shit, or maybe my fucking phone fucking got clicked on a fucking ad when I was trying to fucking hop on something. But hey, go fuck yourself in Macy's window. I will fuck myself when the windows are all closed so nobody sees my baby dick. Thank you very much. Can you do that? Can you please um, um, let us know if you're fine? I'm holding the 19, 19. I'm holding the 2017 uh, official 
tour book. And the last page is crew and credits. There's the band. Band is listed as Axel Duff's in this order. Axel Duff slash Dizzy Richard Frank Melissa. Then there's A Party. A Party is led by Fernando uh, Elizabeth Beta Labias Vanessa. Brant, Liz, Ricardo, Mariana, and Jordan. I don't. Then there's B Party, which I'm assuming is Axel's B crew because that's led by a guy named Louise Angie Warner. Del James is third on the list. You'd think he'd be higher up, but he's actually third on the list. He's really bad at fantasy football. Dell James, listen, I know some people that are in your league and they say you fucking suck. You live off the waiver wire. So LOL to you. And then uh, Katrina Kat Benzova. I thought that <laughs> Benzover. I thought <laughs> she was with uh, Slash, right? No, no, no. She's no, with Richard. Gorgeous. She's getting that nose. Oh, she's getting that nose. The mm-hmm. nose, nose. She's still part of B list, which is with Dell James. Now D D party is Duff. It just says Brian Klein, Duff's manager. Tim Medvez, security. Duff Frankly, I'd rather take it as a butt. He's got two people. <laughs> S party. Uh, Jeff Jeff Barner, Slash's manager, and then Carlson Dean Kimo Sylvia. So those guys are so down earth. They they each have two people listed. Axel has dozens, and then there's the, the crew, which isn't really listed to anybody. And I'm looking everywhere. I don't see any Baileys listed anywhere in the crew. So I, I don't uh, think they have anything to do with the band at this point, and I'm fairly sure they haven't since the illusions. There are, yeah, there are Labiases in charge of the dressing rooms. Looking for any names I recognize. Uh, I don't see Yarmo listed anywhere. I don't see uh, Megan, who once called Axel a pig. I don't yeah. see him listed I anywhere. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Oh, I take it back. Yarmo Luke Conan, VIP ticketing. And he's listed right above. Bravado merchandising. I don't know Bravado. I think they may have been kicked off. <laughs> so, Yarmo is... Uh, Yarmo is six from the bottom as far as the hierarchy goes. So maybe Amy Bailey doesn't really want to be involved in all the business. She just doesn't want to get like cut off from Axel completely, which probably happens. Well, if you remember, and again, back in 1991, there was a picture of, of them in the Use Your Illusion uh, liner notes. She wasn't exactly yeah. a looker back then. As I she remember, just, she was on the in the studio. She was like almost the only person in the studio with him. She was just another was fat Indiana white trash. You know, probably there to make sure potential when they go through Indiana to get uh, pizza. She probably is married with kids. I'm peeing now. She was also uh, abused, I think. So that's they're quite close together, I think. 
Oh, abused by the alleged uh, stepfather? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sorted history. Can't remember. Was it was it Shannon Hoon? Uh, Axel dated Shannon Hoon's sister. That's right. Yeah. Is that how those two met? What? Huh? That's how those two met. Shannon Hoon and Axel. Yeah, most likely. Like, hey man, I heard you're boning my sister. Oh, you can sing? Again, this has to be pre-signing, so. I peed, by the way. Trying to make it less obvious than uh, wasted. Who's wasted? Huh? Huh? I'm wasted. I'm back. Oh. Got, got cold here this week. Don't talk Oof. to me. It's cold, man. Well, it got cold for Japan. I know it's not like cold where you're like your eyeballs freeze and you can't see i'm not even joking man for the past three weeks it's been minus 40 here of course there's something wrong with him did we talk about so i missed okay again i missed you guys were talking about new music which is everyone's favorite subject yeah Because I had just posted, if they had taken that shitty, you know, you know, three ninety nine vinyl record that cost three ninety nine to produce and 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 market, and it could sell it to me for three ninety nine like it should be, I would have bought it. I love translucent records, but they want you. To, you have to buy a forty five dollar night train uh, membership to get it. Oh really? So you can't actually buy the seven inch, or oh, is it a twelve inch? No, it's not even twelve inch. I think it's seven inch. Oh, mine's twelve inch. Well, I know yours is twelve inch. But, uh, but yeah, as far you have as, to jo- join Night Train to buy the vinyl. You have to join Night Train to buy that um, to buy the clear vinyl. Yeah. Oh. I don't like black vinyl because I don't like black people. Okay, let's not start up with that again. That that's that's enough of that. Um, let's let's t- focus on the translucent vinyl that's available only to nitrate members. Yeah, I believe it was Tom Jefferson who said, "You can tongue kiss my anus before I'll ever join nitrate." <laughs> well, it's uh, direct and to the point. Um, it's in all know, the history and where are the white women at? It, it'll be it'll be available on eBay next week, so fuck it. Why why bother joining Nitrate, right? It, it'll be on eBay, yeah. so just get it there. I'll grab you. it from a reseller. I bought um, I did buy Shadow Your Love on red red vinyl just because it's cool. So I got two copies of that actually. Um, I, that was a record store day release, right? That's yeah, the that one was a record about? store day. Yeah, yeah. I, I got two uh, upstairs. Um, I just for whatever reason I bought two. Um, Open one. The, the the red vinyl is definitely pretty cool. I like that. I have uh, uh, I have since I don't have you on orange vinyl, which is very cool. But it's funny because the, the the single is like a just like a, a not see through, which is orange vinyl. And then the actual spaghetti incident, if I'm remembering correctly, was like a translucent orange. But mine is back in Ohio, and I haven't looked at it in about twenty years. It is. I, I have it. It is. Um, 
it was a that was a strange release because um it just kind of came out one day and it was just available um the original release of the spaghetti incident on vinyl which is very limited um was on black vinyl i don't even know if it was released in the u.s but it was definitely released in europe um on black vinyl the initial release and then years later this this it's completely authorized it's it's a legit pressing of the spaghetti incident and it just kind of showed up on this orange transit like i may be wrong but i don't think i am um and i that's- i only only ever saw it on orange and i and it was already being clearanced out because gnr was like dead by then but i bought it in high school i still have it i still have it so and it's worth money now so they are worth money now yeah i mean yeah uh, so maybe maybe um maybe what i'm thinking is that it was released on on orange back in the day also like i know for a fact it was released on black because i've i've sought it out do do you have uh i i i picked up a copy of the live era on vinyl too that's worth a small fucking fortune now Can you hear me? Gentlemen, welcome back to the Brasky Fatcast. We had a little bit of technical difficulties there. Uh, we were in the midst of enthralling conversations regarding fucking who's got what vinyl, but then something hit me. Uh, at the end of our last show, which I'm hoping a lot of you folks heard, if you didn't, I'm sorry, it was pretty fucking great. Um, E.T. said, as soon as we went off the air, hey guys, by the way, I want to do the hooker phone. What? He said, yeah, I want to do it. And not only that, I want to bang two whores. I'll get two skanks. And I said, what? He said, yeah, me and JB are just trying to figure out how to do the money. And I said once again, what? Yeah. You know, the more I talk about it, the more people are going to call bullshit like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You're so full of shit. You're never going to do this. And I just figured maybe I just shouldn't talk about it till it's done. But nothing has changed. I am waiting for JB to somehow wire me the money. It's on his end. I don't have the money. He's busy. He has a busy life, and he's been sick lately, and he's got little kids. When I get the money, I'm going to Whore Town, and I'm just going to pick two out at random and just be like, I want you to rub all four of your tits all over me. You know, I just I just want to see what that's like. Wasted. I need you to take the fucking ball here. Help E.T. out. Tell him. Walk him through the steps. Uh, <laughs> I was Well, the, what I was thinking about is we, we were like uh, – Everybody's sort of pumping it up like you were going to go in there like a like universal soldier or something on like Viagra and, you know, like do like loads of like make a porn movie. But I think you'll probably it probably be easier just to go in there and just lie down and let them yeah. take over. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. No pressure. It's Is that like how you massage. would do wasted wasted? You would just go in there and you'd be fucking would you be drunk wasted? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, so what would you do, Wasted? How many drinks would you have in you? Uh, 14, maybe. a boy. By the way, start drinking. I mean, you sound a little gay right now. So Wasted would have 14 drinks in them. GNR lies. If you're in a situation, are you, are you going in drunk? Are you going to go be calm and relaxed? Or are you going in fucking he manned out with, like, steroids and Gatorade? And definitely not steroids and Gatorade. That's not my style. Um, I would probably have some booze, definitely. Um I don't know, maybe throw in uh, something else too, you know? 
Um, something to, to spice it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Acid. No, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I'd be wanting to drop hits. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, who cares? Uh, I'm not right. going to back trip, right? So, um, I'm looking now, now on to more important things. Uh, the spaghetti incident was released on LP in several European countries on black vinyl, not there. Canada. I don't know where you got it on can in Canada. It was released in Spain, Colombia, uh, Greece, I Portugal. Never said it was released in Canada on black vinyl. I said it was released somewhere. I I, I said I didn't know if it was released in the states on black vinyl, but I know for sure it was released in in Europe on black vinyl for yeah, sure. Europe, Europe, black vinyl, yeah. So the, all the states ever got was limited edition orange, which is the one I have. Which is the one I have too. And uh, everywhere, er, everywhere else got black. And even the black ones are worth a fair bit because they, they haven't. I don't think they've been repressed either because nobody really wants that album. Right. Right. Now, but, wasted. You were saying you had the patience and night train singles. Yeah, just the regular seven-inch singles on vinyl, Patience and Night Train. It, and like, is A, B-side you're talking there? Yeah, I think Patience oh. had Rocket Queen on. It's the little black one with the cherub. Yeah, I have Or that. a gargoyle or something. I have a few copies of that. I sold all my records in like a, uh, in like a garage sale once. I just, I, I sold them all. I sold all my records. Right, right. It was so also somebody's released, got my copy. There's also a release of Night Train uh, 45 single, but it was in the shape of a gun. Um, um, no, I just had the one with the holster on the front. Yes, yes. And I bought, I remember I bought them at the same time. Yeah, that, I also bought the two, one in a million t-shirt. Right. There's two, there's two versions. There's the one that's just a regular L or seven inch Rack, tracker. Yeah. And it's and it's got a picture of a holster on it, but there that's is right. one that, that is cut die cut in the shape of a, of a gun. And That's right. Yeah. That one's probably worth more money. It looks ridiculous I was to me. Those but... on eBay not too long ago, and they seem to have come down in price. Now, I don't know if that's because they're, they're bootlegs or they're not real presses. Like, fuck, you'll never know, right? It's so hard to tell. But uh, for a while, though, they were that, that's why I was asking Wasted, because that, that uh, 45 was also worth a little bit, too, back in the day. I remember I, one one time I wore my like a one in a million T-shirt underneath my like school uniform to, to go to school, and and uh, for some reason I like took off the shirt in the middle of the day because it was it was summer it was really hot, so then I I got sent to the like the principal's office and he was asking me like why I was wearing like a Bon Jovi T-shirt at school. And did, it did, says, it say, did it say <laughs> niggers and faggots on it? Yeah, it's, it, it was the uh, the lies cover. The T-shirt as the lies cover. It was a series because okay. it was around the time the Night Train single came out, and you could buy a Night Train slash shirt, or you could buy the Axel one in a million, or Duff with something else. And but I had this this T-shirt, and I and I pointed it, it across the top. It says, "Some say I'm crazy. I guess I'll always be." And I got like a three week suspension from school. I had that I had that poster <laughs> hanging in my room in uh in college. Nice. I had I found it. Like again, I went to college from '96 to 2000, and Guns was just dead as dead. And so 
record stores were giving away anything with guns. So I said, oh, my God, this poster must be worth like 50 bucks. He's like, yeah, you can have that for like $3. Well, like, one in a million has like a naked girl on the front. Yeah, in the UK, in the US, all versions had that had the titties covered. But I did find um, uh, like a UK version. I bought it here in Japan for a few bucks where my Japanese CD, it has the the um, the censored cover because there's two phrases they changed. One is wife beating has been around for 10,000 years. And, and welcome what was to the, the dark ages. Hmm? Ladies, welcome to the dark ages. Yeah, ladies, welcome to dark ages. Yeah. And I they even had something. I saw a T-shirt where like they 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 censored the clean version because it said something about a midget and they took the word midget off. Yeah, so I was in a mall like two PC months ago. Whores. You know those like fashion shops like um, Zara and things like that yeah. in the mall. Yeah, like those I kind saw of I saw the lies yeah. T-shirt in in a kind of bed shirt for in the ladies section. I was walking past the window and I looked in and I saw like the lies cover and it's on like a long T-shirt. You know, girls wear like long T-shirts with tight jeans yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, in, it's like, is it, it? I don't know what that shot was. It was like a Zara or something, or something not as good as that. I was like, what I'm the just fuck? I've got a picture on my phone. Thinking about Wasted just walking around like, Wasted, I don't know why I find you so goddamn interesting. I just do. Like, for some reason, you walk around a mall makes no sense to me at all, and you're going to be in some fucking far-off different country, and there's I don't get the point of you walking in a mall. Tell us why you were in the small Wasted. Uh, basically, they have like they used to have like Carl's Jr., but they have lots of Burger Burger King <laughs> joints on the fourth floor. Every mall is like has four tiers, and on the top floor there's like a food court, and it has like Burger King, and then the next level has a cinema. And it also, the whole malls have aircon. So in the summer, when it's like 45 degrees and like 100% humidity, I just go to the mall as soon as it opens and hang around looking for. So you look at girls all day at the mall eating fast food. Uh, nothing, wrong, nothing wrong with that. Let them <laughs> check out the lampshade shop. Yeah. <laughs> Go up and down in the escalators like a retard. They have crazy like fountains. I sit by the fountains. It rubs the lotion on the skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> Wasted. Can you want wasted? What are you doing? Like, what's the rest of the day look like for you? I don't know why, buddy. You know, I love you. I'm just, I, it just you're always interesting. The fact that you fucking, I go to the malls, I eat fast food, and look at women. That's great. I just go to the supermarket and buy more booze because I drank it all, and then I'll come back and start posting. Go to the lampshade store. Fuck yeah. It's like hanging out at the lampshade store, checking out new styles, different frames. <laughs> Oh, patterns, really, because you already know what materials you like. You just need to know what patterns to put them in. Yeah. Well, there's different shapes. That, you know, the wire the wire frames, there's lots of different right. shapes. Sometimes right. you only have right. enough material. Right. Well, you'd have enough material with me, I can tell you that much. Oh, we could make a tent. Yeah. <laughs> make a tent out of E.T. when he dies. <laughs> You could live in my body. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking winter tent in the fucking Yukon. Yeah, skin. What are those puppet. things called? The Utes? Is it a Ute? <laughs> you know, you, just like a sleeping bag that you sleep in when you climb Everest or something? My cousin's been a Ute. What's a Ute? <laughs> I 
I don't know. It's, it, I think it's like a, a tent like thing or sleeping bag that you you sleep in when it's like frozen, like negative 10 or something. No, wasted. You're right now. It's probably around noon where you are. Tell us what the rest of your day and night's going to be like, buddy, because it's just I'm fascinated. I just I just I just outlined it. I will go to the supermarket, uh, buy more booze because I've drunk it all almost. Then I'll come back and start posting, watch some, maybe watch a movie or. Are you in yeah. Taiwan? No, I'm now a New Zealand citizen. No shit. I moved to New Zealand after the last <laughs> the podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> How do you get around when everybody's doing the haka all the time? It's got to be really awkward. I don't know. They've got lots of lambs. <laughs> I'll be able to skin some lambs. I know how to do that. Yeah. But I mean, that, I don't know if you... Like, I no. watched the new episode of Boba Fett, and they, they do a very simplified haka at the end. For those of you who... Oh, you're talking like the rugby thing. The rugby dance, the ancient Maori yeah. war cry dance. Where they're like... Hey, guys. And you know what the rugby team's called? Yeah, what you know what the rugby team's called? Yeah, the blacks. All blacks. The all I mean, that blacks. sounds kind of racist. Guys. Yeah. General Liar just said he's going to be off for five minutes. So when he hops back on, let's just pretend like something crazy happened. Okay. Seems unlikely. Unless the. But hold on. He, he'll, he won't know the difference. He's Canadian. But we'll get back into talking. Just follow my lead. Minutes, all right, boys. So, so uh, Wasted, what are you doing the rest of the day now? Like, you're going to go, how far is the grocery store? Uh, it depends which one I go to. The the Carrefour is probably the furthest away. So, how far is the 7-Eleven to get drunk? 7-Eleven, that's like two minutes away. I'll probably go there. It's just that you can't get wine in 7-Eleven. Uh, oh, really? Cheap. You can get wine in ours, man. No, no, oh, you, can get, you, can get seven, you can get wine, but it's just Zealand, really expensive. Everything's different now. Everything's I've, totally different. I've been drinking Hardee's, so I'm pretending to be in New Zealand so that the Taiwan government doesn't like arrest me for COVID misinformation. Man, New so, Ze- I think New Zealand would be cool to go visit. I think it'd be cool. I mean, you're way the hell away from every other aspect of civilization. You are like out there, man. Yeah, I don't think you can actually get, get in there. Are you still planning on visiting Israel? ET? Yeah. Are you still planning on visiting Israel? I don't have any plans to visit Israel. I, I, thought, I thought you were going to go to Israel and eat Angica's asshole. If I had a way to get there, if I was in Israel, uh, yeah, she better watch out for her bunghole because I'm going to go straight to it. I mean, do you think, does she have to shower first or you just going right in? A girl that hot, she doesn't have to shower. See, somebody said you're pretty in 2022, Angica. Fucking start loving the ET praise. Start being a happier version of you. Fuck, these people are so depressing. But uh, yeah. yeah, man, we just, I'm really glad you're back on the show now a lot. Um, we're yeah, just, we just talked some GNR, dude. Uh, pretty much we found out that Axel's not doing anything anytime fucking soon because, you know, it's all done. He's not recording anything new and hasn't probably in seven years. Well, he, he rocked the rock. I think that was his swan song. <laughs> I yes. honestly do. I think that was all he had left. Rock and the Rock's the final new song. That would be the most fitting end to the shit band. Yeah. Because I mean, personally, <laughs> I like Atlas the best out of all those. Uh, Dick Jenner Lars, are you back? 
Yes. Dude, Wason's got a girl in his house. Oh. Oh? Yeah, that's what, dude, like, he, he got embarrassed. So, like, when he comes back, like, I'm so calling him out on it. So, is he, she there? Back me up. Is she there willingly? I don't know. E.T., what do you think? Well, the fact that she's under 10 years old, I'm going to say no. <laughs> no. Dude, she's not under 10. She, she sounded older than that, I think. Well, I live in Asia. I know what it's like. No. We're, no. Wasted? Are you back yet? He's sharpening. I think he's sharpening <laughs> his knife. Yeah, sir. If we start, wasted. Are you back? I'm here. Yeah. Okay. So what happened to the girl we just heard screaming in the background? Because GNR Wires is back now. Me and ET told him about it. Uh, nothing. Nothing happened. What? What the fuck? Why do you got a girl at your house, dude? I don't. That was just the TV. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Are you a serial killer? Absolutely not. Is that why you're on the run from country to country? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it was the television? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. It, it came on uh, automatically for some reason. And uh, Honestly, I don't know I how... Of, I, was watching, I, don't know uh, how... I was watching a soap opera with lots of girls screaming on it. I don't know how old this girl is, but I made it up that she's under 10 because I just assumed, like, you know, I wanted you to feel more comfortable, Gene R. Liars. What with the fact that you married a 12 year old? <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's, that's digging deep. Miser would be jealous. <laughs> In the entertainment industry, we call that a callback. But uh, seriously, Wasted, what's going on with that fucking chick at your house, man? I don't know. She's struggling a lot. <laughs> I find that... Some of can, them struggle, you know? You can stop yeah. the struggling by cutting off their airway. Yeah. Dude, seriously. Still... Um, um, the, the, uh, the, <laughs> the fuck? I think it just slipped, you know, the the... The wire slipped off her mouth. This is uh, getting to be a, a very, uh, turning into a very uh, dark subject. Um, we should yeah. talk about what Slash said in the new interview. Oh, you know, his, his, his word salad where he said nothing. He, he didn't even say a word salad. He just said, look, I'm not allowed to talk about Guns N' Roses. I was like, why are you talking about hash browns on why didn't you talk? I'm not allowed to talk about Guns N' Roses. That's a whole nother interview, man. I'm out. He just he said the same thing that everybody from Dizzy Reed's mother to, you know. Yeah, somebody on the forum said he's the new DJ Aspa. Yeah, that's what they all say. Oh, we got so much stuff. I can't talk about it, but I mean, this but is that was, Slash. That was he's always what be... Slash said. It's always say, like, all things considered, this, that, and the other. Half of Guns N' Roses, like, the real one half and even he's not allowed to talk about music. It's so sad. But why is there of security around everything about this fucking band? I don't get because sometimes they want to just blow your mind by dropping something incredible, like rock the rock just out of, out of nowhere. 
so you're not even ready for it. So one minute you're like watching some shit ass cartoon, and the next you're like rock, rock. rock. Which yeah, I, think I think it just ACDC. goes, just Axel overreacts to whatever happens, and then it can take a long time to sort it out. You know, if I mean, he's Flash a lunatic. He's just a lunatic. That's all there is to it. Because even in during the user illusion days, I mean, all the things that Slash was saying between user illusion and CD, that's what Axel was basing his grievances on. And it was just sort of Slash rambling about, you know, saying that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't right. It wasn't Guns N' Roses. You know, so now they know they've got to be careful with what they say. Otherwise, things stop working. But we were saying this guy, you know, in less than a month, he's going to be 60 years old. He's what's he possibly got left? I mean, holy shit, what the hell is that? Sometimes they start crying, like when they realize that I'm not going to let them live. Shit, I would too. I thought you wanted to die. Only sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't Damn. be life unless you wanted to die. This shit is dark, man. It is dark. It is. Miser's um, not even here. There was a there was, there was an AMA brought up on the forum um, about Miser, and I know we're not supposed to talk about him, but this is something that I've that I. I've thought about before, and when I was brought up on the AMA, I, I figured that um, we should ask it because, I mean, I guarantee you that we've all thought that it involves our, our dear friend Miser. Um, and whether or not he, he wants to have an affair with Larry, his ex. What do you think? freaking me out, man. That sounds way too real. What up, bitch? Real as shit. Um, I'm assuming it's fake, but uh, <laughs> Miser and Larry? Uh, sure, why not? I don't see why not. How many times has Miser admitted that he's attracted to men? I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, it was brought to us by our good friend Frank Drebin. And, uh, Considered having an affair with Larry to get back at his heartless ex. Are there any AMA questions? This is a very real possibility. I don't know, but this is the kind of shit that gets gets us put on like top ten horrible things found on the internet. You know, four oh, assholes oh, trying here. to talk about GNR while one of them is molesting, <laughs> possibly dismembering a girl in the background. Or making them into a lampshade. It's a, it's a business. It's a family business. I think you've watched Silence of the Lambs one too many times. Uh, hello? <laughs> FYI, that's not, not on my end. It, it's I'm not alone. coming from me. I'm alone here. I'm sitting in my basement watching the Cowboys and the Eagles. I mean, I'm, I'm doing the Rubik's Cube. What, what is that? It's fucking not me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 
I'm doing an 11 a sided Rubik's Jesus cube. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wasted, let her go. Okay. But what about the lampshade? I've got an, I've got an order. An order. <laughs> Is she plump enough to make a lampshade? Yep. Oh, looks like she's draining out. She's not gonna. She's not gonna be able to cry for very long. All this right, is GNF yeah, and a, of Duck Dynasty right here, folks. Making <laughs> making the rest of us a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> and you always thought it'd be Miser commit a homicide on the fucking show. Oh, he's so he's doing the blood. He's doing the uh, coloring. He's got all the blood <laughs> that he's been storing in his shower. Yeah, his shower. That he's too cheap to call a plumber about. Oh, no, hey, he got a guy that paid twenty five bucks a fucking hour. He called me the other day. He's like, "Hey, man, let's just let's just shoot this shit." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> and then he's like, "He's like, everybody's teamed up on me. Everybody canceled me. You're my only friend left." And I'm like, "All right." <laughs> and he said, "I asked." Franz, if he would upload his videos and he didn't write back to me and i said all right he's like will you ask for him because he'll give them to you but he won't give them to me <laughs> and i said all right but then i didn't <laughs> have i missed something here i don't know i thought i missed something apparently what's happening and again, you have to forgive me because I'm a 44-year-old fat old gentleman and I don't really give a shit about much. But apparently there's this service, like web service called Discord, where you can, it's a forum, but you can also like video chat and shit at the same time. And I'm like, and he's, he's asked me dozens of times to come to his Discord, come to and I say, no been on gnfnr for 11 years i love this place i'm not leaving why would i go to your gay ass discord and apparently there's some girl on this discord and her name is worm because apparently that's how much she thinks of herself like boy i could be like awesome girl 69 but no i'm gonna call myself worm and as everybody knows, when you have a place which is populated by 100% sexless fucking losers and you drop a girl named Worm in the middle of it, <laughs> it's just going to be everybody jockeying for position to get Worm's attention. And supposedly, and again, I'm getting this from Miser, but supposedly Miser and Worm are good friends. And everybody's so jealous of him that they, <laughs> they cut him off, and he's now persona non grata. Did he mention how old Warm is? He said she was 18. I believe she just turned 18 within like the last few months. Did he mention how long he's been grooming her? <laughs> no. I'm going to give you a clue. It's more than a few months. Uh, you know what? A few months. A few months to 18. Maybe you're asking the wrong guy, but I don't see a problem with that. No, no, no. Think more when she was, you know, let's say, yeah, okay, yeah, a few months, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Personally, but yeah, Miser's, what, 32? And he's fucking like, hey, you want to be cool? Yeah. 
I like whatever you like. I like. Yeah, you don't like. I that. mean, it's pathetic. I think it's pathetic. I think it's pathetic to talk to any girl that you don't have a chance to meet in real life. He goes, "Well, what about that Israeli bitch? You were simping on her," and I was like, "I wasn't simping on her. I was giving her shit." You know, I know I'll never see that girl in my life. Hey, girl's- don't you say that because guess what? Miser has people like Axel's old to look up to. He knows that there can be online love and relationships, and he's jealous of it. Yeah, well, that was a very, very unique circumstance. But Miser's never let it go. I mean, he's in love of her. I mean, that's how it is. Waste, Jesus Christ, wasted. What is going on there, brother? I'm just drying the skin. Okay. Yeah, that was I mean, awfully disturbing. I hope that wasn't. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's throwing the fire. <laughs> there's GNR liars. Like, I, I, I have live air on, on vinyl. Why you pick it on the time? What did I do to you? We have a new I, topic. I also have, there's one more topic, surely. I have live air on vinyl. I, I don't even know what to say, guys. I think the body's been fucking disposed of. So, uh, GNR Liars, you're the co-host of the most. Bring us to another topic, bitch, or AMA us, or do something. Well, I was talking about the AMAs. I do have them pulled up here. Um, we did uh, touch on the Frank Drebin question about Larry having it, or Miser having an affair with Larry, but we've we moved on from that. Um, I personally think I could see that happening. Um, others, I don't know. But uh, we have uh, our friend Billy Ripper has asked a, a two-part question, actually. Well, two separate questions in the same thread. The first one, um, interesting, um, but he wants to know who who is aged better, Charlie Sheen or Denise Richards. Mm. It's a good question. I haven't seen a current picture of either of them in, in years. I got to believe... Uh... Well, I mean, Charlie Sheen's body is being ravaged by full-blown AIDS. It is. Uh, but, but Denise Richards kind of ripped. But Denise Richards is a woman, and they all start falling apart at about twenty. So that, that's being a little. Uh, Have you guys noticed that Denise Richards has like a beard now? Like she's gotten older. Like you know, women kind of get that light fair hair that you'll see yeah. in their arms occasionally. This bitch's light fair hair has moved up to her fucking face. Well, no, you know, I haven't seen. You know what? I'm going to keep it that way. I don't want to see what she looks like currently because she looks like I used that to, jer- I used to jerk off to her scenes in Wild Things so many times. <laughs> but I don't want to know because she was she was you know one of the it girls of the early '90s and mid '90s. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. She had such big tits. You know the thing is, and it's so sad to me. It's sad at least because I don't. I don't like it. Um, at least with most Hollywood men, uh, they just kind of get old. I mean, some yeah. of them have work and they look weird and stuff. But almost every woman in Hollywood at some point gets work done, and it always backfires. Oh, right? it makes it ten times worse. Yeah, looks terrible. And I'm looking always. at Denise Richards right now. Um, this looks like, I think it's a picture from last year. It looks like, and you know, she's got that weird stretched out mouth and her eyes are like slits. You know what I mean? And, um, oh, yeah. she's just remember, like Carmen Electra. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, she, she's had loads of work done and she looks exactly the same as she used to look. Cause she always well, used to look them like them she'd had plastic surgery lucky. to start with. 
True. She always, true. she always looked like she had plastic surgery from the beginning. So then when she oh, had yeah. more, it just she definitely did from the beginning. But then look at Pamela Anderson. When I was in high school, she was like considered the pinnacle of woman, and now she just looks like a leathery skinned freak because of all the work she had done. Yeah, she's got hepatitis B or something, and she did have hepatitis. Yeah, I mean, that's, Gentlemen, that's, can we get yeah. an RIP for Yasmin Bleeth? If we're going through this, guys, can I get a R an RIP for Yasmin, please? Well, I don't think she's dead, but she's just a big. She is to fat. me. She's so fat. She just let herself go. She's just so fat. She wears moo-moos. <laughs> like Homer Simpson's moo-moos. Homer Simpson's moo-moo. And I mean, again, back on Baywatch, she had a perfect body, perfect oh. face. She was one of the, you know, it girls and. And again, she was just like, oh, I don't give a shit. I'm going to eat a whole turkey. And she's just a big old fat fatty. So can we say general consensus that even with full-blown AIDS ravaging his body, Charlie Sheen has aged better than Denise Richards? I think that's safe to say, yeah. It keeps you in shape. It keeps him on fat. Men age like wine and women age like bread. Yeah. With AIDS, I think as a man, you're still going to look better than a 50-year-old woman. Like a 50-year-old man with AIDS, probably going to look better than just your regular 50-year-old woman. Just saying. I like, mean, I was watching that. Um, I was watching that really shitty Ghostbusters sequel, which I don't recommend to anyone. Maybe if you have small kids. And Paul Rudd is in it. Paul Rudd's 52. He looks like he's about 31. He looks like he just turned 30. And again, I don't know if he had work done or if he has perfect genetics. The guy looks like he's like in his Late twenties to early thirties. But he also he is, looks he, he looks like a hobbit. He's always looked a bit like a hobbit. Like wasn't he in Lord of the Rings? Go that far. I mean and, he's not and a you big recommend dude. That new Ghostbusters movie? It was terrible, you said? I did not like it at one bit. Crazy. Can can Bill Brosky give some reviews? Sure, I'll try to I keep mean, it short. I mean my, I mean no, it's my own show, so fuck you guys, I will. Um first uh, off, the, the first, Matrix no, fuck you. The Matrix Resurrections, really good flick. I liked it. Go watch it. Loved it. Spider-Man Loved No it. Way Home, really solid flick. Liked it. Go watch it. And the South Park Pandemic Specials and uh, post-COVID special, fucking amazing. Maybe the funniest thing I've seen in years. Uh, E.T., what do you think? I haven't watched South Park yet. I saw Shot Caller. That's a pretty good movie. Shot Caller, all right. But I watched... I watched uh, Spider-Man like a crappy bootleg that someone taped in the theater, and I kind of skimmed through it because I don't like Spider-Man, and I, I really, really hate his um, ethnic friend. Really hate that. that. Miles? Uh, that's his name, right? Miles Morales? No, no, that's the black Spider-Man. This is just some comic relief brown person with big lips. I don't know. He's he's He plays his nerdy best friend. Ned! Yeah, I hate him. Yeah. Wish you got a rail, railroad spike in the eye. I hate him. Uh, Poor Ned. It's Matrix so Resurrections, everyone's least favorite movie of the year. Probably my number one new movie of the year. I loved every minute of it. And I know that sounds counterintuitive and crazy. I'm with you. So but then I finally watched action movie, right? Yeah, yeah so it should great. just be a fun action movie. That's what Matrix it wasn't was. Even that, there wasn't even that much action. It was to me, it was it was a love story in the vein of Eternal Sunshine, where 
external forces are trying to keep these two apart but they know deep down i don't know who you are but i'm drawn to you and to me i'm a romantic so that really that really so resonates kind of like the hooker that you're you're gonna sleep with yeah i mean who knows maybe that you know she's gonna stop hooking and be with me oh my so. god can we then you know miser could be back on the show if he's saying pretty woman by roy orbison for you yeah and then then I'd let him back on. I mean, even even with him out there, because she's, I guess, 18, which, I mean, still creepy as fuck, but I guess she's not, I guess he's not kid fucking. So if he would sing Roy Orbison's Pretty Woman, I'd be willing to let him back think on. He's, I don't think he's fucking anyone, personally. Anyway, let me, real quick, let me try to explain Afterlife, because I know people are bored with my voice, but Afterlife is, it was a disgusting, it, it left me feeling disgusting, it's it, it was the force awakens of ghostbusters where it's it's essentially a remake with all new people all new little dumb wiener kids like the stranger things kids and it was like not even as good as goonies and all the plot points are recycled from the first movie like they actually have to fight gozer and and it's not even funny it's not a comedy you don't laugh at all and then at the very, very end, spoilers, should I go on? Yeah, I mean, you've already fucking ruined the movie for anybody, so keep going. Yeah. Very end, the three remaining Ghostbusters just show up head to toe with all their gear on, which they shouldn't have even had at that point. Then they start making jokey quips like they used to, and you're like, what, you just changed the tone of the movie. And then, oh no, Gozer has the upper hand, but guess who saves the day? Ghost Dad, uh, CGI, Harold Ramis. It's so gross and disgusting how they use his likeness. He he goes to his young little granddaughter and holds her hand while she's hitting, you know, throwing the power beam, the proton pack, and then he wordlessly nods and hugs everybody, even though he's a ghost. And then he sprinkles off into fairy dust, and that's the end of the movie. And I just felt disgusted. I mean. It is so crass and commercial. I hated it. I hated you shouldn't it. go. You shouldn't go to these like remakes. Well, know? I don't go to anything. I download everything oh, okay. illegally. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't even watch them. Whenever the new Ghostbusters movie comes out, I will watch that. I mean, movie. I wanted to see Bill Murray wear the Ghostbusters uniform again, and he does for ten minutes, and then that's it. And but I need to sit through two hours of Stranger Things to get there. Well, that's how they that's how they market the movies, isn't it? They yeah. they market it towards kids, and then they throw in a little bit of extra for, and it's, for people it's a who are old. Horrible shame that Harold Ramis died a few years ago, and you know he was it's awful. But at least at least they treated the three living guys with respect. It wasn't like Star Wars where they made them assholes. Like Han Solo was an asshole, and. He got stabbed by his own kid, and Luke Skywalker was a dickhead, and he, he he just dies on a rock somewhere, and then Carrie Fisher's heart exploded on an airplane in real life. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, is it Point Break? They remade Point Break, but it was just like a. Well, I a think it was a remake in name only. I don't think they had yeah. anyone from it the was, original movie. It was sort of better because it was just had nothing to do with the original movie. Right. Nobody saw it. Nobody cared. Didn't but, ruin the legacy of the original. Uh, um, I don't know what else they've remade. But yeah, I don't really. Wa- I'm just rewatch old '90s movies 
or two thousand. Yes, I've been rewatching. You know what? I just watched this week just for the shits and giggles. Uh, I watched Wayne's World and Wayne's World Two. It was just fun. There's- Wayne's World Two was on last night. I watched some of it. That scene with Jim Morrison is completely ridiculous. It is. It is. <laughs> like, why? Why is the half naked Indian guy? In the- Don't you think it's a little gratuitous to show his ass crack? I'm like, yeah. Who's Jim Morrison talking to? Uh, Sammy Davis. Sammy Jr. Davis Jr. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't sweet. seen. I haven't seen uh, Bill and Ted's save. Save oh, music that's either. a piece of shit. That's a piece of shit. Don't watch was, it. Was that even released? Yeah, Bill and Ted I, face the music. Right? Yeah, because it's another one where they're only in about half the movie. The other half deals with their retard daughters, who are the real savers of the universe, and. And that's the only movie other than sequences in the Matrix where Keanu has shaved his beard, and his beard is the secret to immortality. Without it, he has jowls. And Let's see now. Yeah, when he's John Wick and he's got like that beard and the long hair, he doesn't look like 55 years old or however old he is. It's crazy uh, how old Keanu Reeves is now, man, because like, he's probably my favorite actor. Like, I love Keanu Reeves. I love oh, every great. Keanu Reeves movie, he's pretty much. Good. I mean, dude, I even like like The Replacements. One of my fucking favorite movies. Hardball's a decent movie. Keanu Reeves. I've seen it since just, it came out. Yeah. Dude, Devil's, Johnny Minogue. Devil's Minogue. Advocate. Who's in Devil's Advocate? Oh, the yeah, great that's, movie. Yeah. That's Keanu what Reeves, I love about it? Keanu yeah. Reeves, in addition to his acting, which is, of course, questionable, but every source says that he is he's the nicest guy in hollywood he donated all of his matrix money to the crew like he rides the subway like a normal human being can you imagine just being on the subway and seeing keanu reeves there i don't want to fuck with him might be neo dude and he's just such a nice guy like he's so down to earth he's not one of these hollywood you know you know why that is right no because he's canadian oh really okay didn't he also have a band called like dog Dogstar? Yes. Dogstar. Oh, that's right. Dog Star? Call, call, call vibe. Well, he said, yeah, he did. Okay. Well, who was, what was Johnny Depp's band? P? Johnny uh, Depp's band. Uh, was the Hollywood Vampires? No, no, the no, Vampires. No. Back in the 90s, I think it was just called the letter P. Like, just the letter P was Johnny Depp's band. Should have been Pooh, because apparently that's what he likes to get done to him. Oh, really? He doesn't like it, but Amber Heard, Amber Heard is sitting on his bed. bed. Yeah. Ooh. But no, she just looks like Depp, a cut toe. Johnny Depp was allegedly on stage at the Viper Room when uh, River Phoenix died. Yo, I read, I read a whole fucking uh, crazy conspiracy about... Uh, um, I wish I could remember it now. Do you, do you guys know... I don't, I don't really follow uh, too much Hollywood gossip because I think it's oh, fucking... I, know. I, I do all of it. I'm like a, I'm like a housewife. I'm like a so, fat housewife. I, I read all that shit. Do you know who N.T. Lawyer is on Twitter? Uh, crazy he, Days and Nights. I have read everything yes, he's ever read. Crazy Days and Nights, exactly. Yeah. Read it all. That's all of it. Yeah. I don't I don't necessarily like Hollywood gossip like I said, but I will fucking read that guy for hours, man, because I think I, I, I believe I've read everything he's ever written and I think I don't know if it's just one person, but uh, it's, 
Yeah. He's he's called some good shit, man. Like he 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 knew of Kevin Spacey and um all the shit that he was doing years before all that shit oh, came yeah. out, man. He used to he used to he used to write about it on Crazy Days and Crazy Nights all the time. But uh um that's what I saw it with this crazy conspiracy about the Viper Room and Johnny Depp and um what's his face that died there uh, and flee from the red hot chili peppers. Um and I believe Anthony Kiedis as well and how they tried to cover it up. Um, yeah, so, like they had to, they had to talk the Phoenix family out of suing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So because like every every New Year's uh, on Twitter, he'll do what he, what's called blind reveals. So he yeah. on his yeah. website I all of them. Yeah, me too. So on his website, for people that don't know, and if like check it out because it's just it's it's very interesting. Um, so what he does is he will uh, frame a story without revealing who the 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 players are in the story. He, he so calls them blind items. Yes, blind items. And then once a year, twice a year, however many times he does it, and he always does it on New Year's New Year's Day, he will do what what's called blind reveals, where he will go back to that story that he brought up, but he will tell who the people are involved. And this year. One of the stories, uh, one of his blind reveals was about the Viper Room and River Phoenix and Johnny Depp and Anthony Kiedis and Flea. John, John Frusanti was supposedly the one who gave him the fatal. Uh, that's right. That's evil. right. Exactly. Yeah. Crazy, man. Just nuts. And is uh, Joe Kim Phoenix going to be in like a Napoleon movie or something? Yeah, I read that. Yeah, I read is that on regular. He wouldn't have a career if his brother hadn't died. I mean, River was River was amazing. He would have like all the Leonardo DiCaprio roles. But, yeah, uh, Joaquin Phoenix was in the To Die For. Gus Van he was Sand. in. He was in Space Camp. He played the little kid that went out of outer space in a in a in a space shuttle with the the mom from uh, Back to the Future. Oh, really? But he he may have had know. a he may have had a career of some sort. He would have had a career, but he wouldn't have had the career he has because his brother would have overshadowed him. With that said, though, with that said, I mean, you you can't like nowadays you can't mention Joaquin Phoenix without mentioning the Joker. Like, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I thought it was I thought it was an overhyped movie. He he was brilliant in it. There's no denying he was brilliant in it. The movie is basically just a remix. Taxi driver. Yeah, uh, king of comedy. Yeah, like I didn't think he got good until comedy. until he put the makeup on at the very end. But then, then it's over. Yeah, like fifteen minutes of the movie is really interesting, where he puts the makeup on and aces the fucking uh, late night host. The rest yeah. of the movie is just pretty much watching Miser's life. It's fucking sad and depressing. Oh yeah, it's very much Miser's life. I, I enjoyed much. it myself. I thought it was really well done. I did enjoy it, but it, it was Taxi Driver. I mean, I mean, they were lucky they got the rights to Joker. It wasn't Taxi Driver. It was King of Comedy. It would have been called Crazy Guy in New York in the 80s, the movie. and He did another movie called uh, You Were Never Really There. That's like Taxi Driver. He did that around the same time as The Joker, maybe just before, where he plays like a sort of vigilante uh, kind Yeah, of... it's a boring as fuck movie. I try to watch it. It's hard. The last one I watched with him was, uh, it was directed by Spike Jones, and I actually liked the concept, but it was depressing. It was called Her... Where everyone falls in love with their computers. Yes, oh, yeah, I like that one. Of yeah, course, you did waste it because it's so. It was so predictive. <laughs> and it's getting Alexa. 
Sorry, and, sorry to interrupt, yeah. PT. Sorry to interrupt for a sec. Wasted. Yeah. You, you said the King of Comedy and what other movie? Sorry. Uh, taxi, no, taxi you keep saying that somebody keeps saying that the Joker is like Taxi Driver, but really it's like it's like King of Comedy, like yeah. King of Comedy. It's exactly yeah. it's almost like a remake of King of Comedy. But okay, then I was shoot, just saying shoot, that he made another movie called tries to make You it. Were Never Really There, which is a, a little bit more like Taxi Driver. I thought that right. was that Bob Dylan movie. No, that's uh, I'm Not There. Oh, well, you can see why it get for. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm not even sure if I'm um, um, quoting it right. You were never really there, I think. Is a well, you do have a bone saw in your hand, so I'm not going to distract you. Yeah. Speaking of which, does so, anyone else have any other topics tonight? Because I feel like I need a shower after this fucking podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I was saying earlier how I would like to buy that uh, GNR record, but I'm not paying $45 for it. Which well, one? You're the translucent hard school. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I've got, I've got all the good. I've got live air. I've got orange spaghetti incident. I've got the original appetite cover. Do you have lies? I have lies, and it has. It doesn't have the naked chick in the middle, but it has the. Uh, Welcome to the dark ages. So I have, I have, uh, I have uh, an uncensored copy of lies. As well as the the original cover, um, so it's got a, it's got the it's got the titties in the middle. It's got the titties in the middle, and it's got um, "Welcome to the Dark Ages" on on the cover. Because I have that, I have that on CD. That's just how they sell it in Japan. Because right. Japan's not so sensitive about titties. It, uh, it's I've got the, a, I've got the tape of lies. I've got the tape cassette lies. Does it have the titties in the middle? Yeah, the lovely, in the in the inlay card. The loveliest girls are always in your Gina yeah. All right, folks. What I'll cover. say. What I'll say now is, uh, listen to lies. Uh, Et, it was great having you on the show this week again. I hope you come back next week. You're always welcome any week. Uh, anything you want to say before we punch out, Et? No, I had uh, winter break. I got a lot of. It's really good having you back in the co-host chair. Uh, you made me Thanks. laugh very much tonight. I'm concerned yeah. about the female that's in your home. Um, my uh, home. Previous, it's not my home. It's that's wasted. I said wasted, you dumb bastard. I wasn't um, listening. Well, fucking learn to listen. Wasted. Is there anything you'd like to say, or would the victim like to say anything? Uh, don't. If you trust the government, you you don't know history. Ooh. GNR Liars, the co-host of the most, you brought a lot of information tonight. You brought a lot of energy tonight. And, uh, well, just get ready at the disposition when uh, Wasted is, uh, you know. But uh, anything you want to say, buddy? I'm just going on with Wasted said. Uh, those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it.
bringing us down to boost their fame. They must be joking, thinking we were poor, but they're like flies moving the wall. We stand tall from beginning to end with help from fans and all our friends. Freedom of speech will never die for us to have. Our ancestors died. Don't keep thinking that we will quit. We'll always stand and never sit. We're too live, too black, too strong. Doing the right thing and not the wrong. So listen up, y'all, to what we say. We won't be banned in the USA. Cause on election day, we'll see who's banned in the USA. for you in this world because this is the land of the free the home of the brave 